Good morning. Welcome in. The Ag Up Equipment text line is on fire. 601-885-3776. Show is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at any of the Ag Up Equipment dealerships. And, uh, yeah, they're coming in. State outscored 65-15 to 15 over the weekend to go 0 and 6 in the SEC and uh, y'all are screaming on the agup.com text line. We are the Out of Bounds show ESPN 1059 the zone. I can't believe we have a national championship coach not even 2 years removed from a title that is uh, either on the hot seat or dead man walking. <laughs> Never, ever, ever thought that Chris Lamonis would pull an Ed Ogeron. Ooh. I did not. I would have lost 5,000, 20,000, 50, mm. 100K, whatever. I would have lost it. That's actually a compliment to, you know, those guys. They they missed on pitchers. They're not developing pitchers or maybe other players. And they're in a bad spot. And uh, they're not going to make the SEC tournament for the second year in a row we are the out of bounds show 105.9 the zone espn our guests join us on the farm bureau insurance guest line bundle your car and home and save with your farm bureau insurance agent steve robertson will drop by in one hour 8 30 put it on your clock put it on your desk put it on your dashboard put it on your wrist like when the pitchers get the pitches um steve robertson on the uh disaster in starble at 8.30. Steve Robertson, 8.30 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line uh, 247 Sports Jeans page. So, this is where we we are. Mississippi State, 0-6. Ole Miss, 0-6. Um, you know, Ole Miss not quite, you know, they just won the title in June. And, um, of course, Bianco was fired on April 5th, basically, and then one of the biggest turnarounds in the history of baseball um, or maybe collegiate athletics for that matter and then wins a national title and they're a better team but they're still 0-6 so that I can tell you that but how much better does that make you feel Um, they're not bad at every single phase of the game and um, other than a couple of bright spots at the plate you know now Mississippi State has a shortstop that can't field routine plays it's it's weird uh, and that's he's far from the only problem. The, the The problem starts on the mound. It's been on the mound. Uh, you don't have a Friday starty, starter, and you don't have a Saturday starter. And in a league that's not forgiving, that's an issue. So best text uh, this hour. We we may we may do this a couple more times. Best text this hour wins a $25 gift certificate to Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, B3 in Madison or Brandon, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, B3, and a Whiskey 61 hat. Best text on MSU baseball, Ole Miss baseball, the fact that we've got a national champion. We've never had a national championship coach in the state until 2021, outside of Delta State, you know, Ole Miss golf, but in a major sport, right? Neither team had ever won a national championship in the big three sports. So this is this is all unprecedented, right? I mean, this is we're we're in new this new territory in space. You've got a national championship coach who's on the hot seat, 
who Blake went as far as to say, no, he's already dead man walking. And number four, only two years removed from a national title. You got another coach in Oxford who coach fatigue had set in. I've been living this for eight years with Mike Bianca. He was, he's been fired 3,200 times on my show by listeners. And while he will have a buffer and a little bit more time, you got to you got to get this thing going. Mississippi State is last in ERA in the SEC, sixteen plus. Will there be a move at the pitching coach today? Good question. You would think there would be. Now the question becomes who. This isn't like football where you have a bunch of coaches and you can kind of promote the linebacker. You know, you jettison the DC, and you get the linebacker or the defensive line coach to become the D.C. Or on the offensive side of the ball, let's say the head coach is an offensive-minded guy and you fire the O.C. game four and you you, you become the play caller. Or the wide receivers coach becomes the play caller. You talking about Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino? <laughs> yeah, like like Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino were going to do. I was just, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that sounds eerily prophetic. <laughs> and so... It's not like that in baseball. And so the big question is, and will it matter, You know, how, how would you do that? Like, I don't – y'all may remember something like that in the SEC. I mean, has that happened at LSU or well, Auburn or Florida or Georgia or Arkansas or Missouri or Kentucky or Vanderbilt? I don't – I don't ever remember. I, I would think it has to have happened. But when was a – you only have two assistant coaches. The rest are, you know, whatever they are. Well, can I ask like this too? Because if you are hit, if you were doing this on the hitting side, like let's say you weren't walking every other batter that comes to the plate and, mm-hmm. and your hitting was what was struggling, you fire the hitting coach or whatever, maybe somebody else comes in and, and a different approach – all of a sudden, hitters start kind of coming to the plate with a different mentality, whatever. They can start hitting better, right? Pitching, I mean, are you going to fire a pitching coach and suddenly all these pitchers start knowing where the strike zone is? Like, Probably I don't think not. that's going to change, that, right? That's you see what I'm saying? Point. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's not what we're that, – that's not the – people want to change is the point. Change I for mean, the sake of change, even though, exactly. even though the result won't change. I mean, in the NFL, they fire coaches all the time in during the season. In college football – Coaches get let go during the season. In college, my point was in college baseball, you don't see that. And so, you know, I mean, like, you have, like, camp coordinators, volunteer assistants yeah. after your first two. Uh, not that they don't know baseball. All these guys know baseball. Chris Lamonis knows baseball. Scott Foxhall knows baseball. Now, are they coaching at a high level, developing players at a high level? We could ask all those questions. And because they walked in and went to the College World Series in 2019 and advanced and went to the CWS in 2021 and won the national championship, it still gets weird. There is still a percentage of the fan base that's going to be like, yeah, but you can't. The problem is there's not going to be anybody at Duty Noble Field. I think you're looking at a pretty big – look, people are so invested in Starkville and Oxford – that you've got this baseline that's really, really healthy of people that are going to come up, hang out at their condo, apartment, house, do their thing, see their friends, and that's wonderful and and amazing. 
and it's very college, and we're all very college, all cap, all in caps, okay? But, but the deal is you are going to see a significant hit at the gate, and it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Now, the next home series, I mean, it could be 3,800 people. And while that would still be top ten in baseball, at Mississippi State, who absolutely owns the record books, and the crowd on Saturday was insane, um, that's just just not going to work. And when apathy sets in, then athletic directors and presidents have to make a move. I actually think that Chris Limonis and the staff have skipped the step of being able to reboot the staff. And then I think about, like, Jay Gotro. I mean, he had offers from Tulane and Rice and said no. So your ERA is 16-plus. Realistically, what can you do going forward? Slash it to 11? And, and, and just let me ask this question. If you did slash your ERA down to 11.00, how many wins does that mean on the field? Because you're not going to go from 16 to 4, Blake. Yeah, probably not enough to matter, right? That's, and I guess that's my point in the whole, like, would it matter who, if you change pitching coaches? Is It was hearkening back to, to your point of why it doesn't happen in baseball. You don't have deep staffs. And I think once you have a team in the season, like, pitching is one of those things. It's hard to have your staff be go from not finding the zone to finding the zone. I mean, they gave up, like multiple grand slams tens it feels like they've given up tens of home runs in six sec games right i mean i don't i don't know what the total home run number is but it feels like it's it's over 20 like they've just they've they went from a national title competitive program for basically since jake mangan walked in the door in 2016 until 2021 they were competitive. Actually, before that, I mean, Adam Frazier, Hunter Renfro, yes. and all those pitchers. In 13. Like, if, if you, if you, from 2010 to 2021, they were actually a top 10 yeah. baseball program for 11 yeah. years. That, that yeah. never happened in the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss yep. was never a top 10 program under Bianco. And, and Mississippi State under Polk or, or McMahon or Polk too. Uh, were never a top ten program, but when John Cohen went to his first postseason, which happened to be a super regional against Florida, all the way to 2021, you went to four College World Series, you played for, in two national championship series, and you won a national title. You are a top ten baseball program for 11 years. Yep, that is difficult to do. Yes, and so I understand that you wouldn't maintain that, but the difference is you didn't go from top 10 to top 20 to top 30 to top 40. You went from top 10 to, you know, Vanderbilt football. That's a good point. That's that's the problem. And for Mississippi State fans, I like I like Nick's text on the Ag Up text line. He sent the a picture. It's a screenshot of, a, of the definition of the word apathy, right? Yeah. That's where state fans, we've talked about this all the time. ADs aren't inherently mad about people, you know, an upset of fan base. What they, what they care about is, Apathy, right? Because apathy doesn't fill the seats. And right. and that is the danger. When you walk into the stadium on Friday going, well, I hope one of our three games is competitive, That that's just not a recipe you can live with. No, there's too much buy-in, too much investment. Foul pole to foul pole. 
chairbacks, suites, all the little diamond clubs and club the two to three different club levels they've got, whatever. Too much investment, condos, homes. It's it's just I mean there are a big chunk of Mississippi State people that spend more money on baseball than they do football and they're still football season ticket holders. So, too much money at stake, too much money invested. The program standards, expectations are too high. From 2010 to 2021, you're a top 10 program with four CWSs. You got a national title and all that. And you've had a ton of first-round picks and guys go on to Major League Baseball and play and and play really well. Um, Blake, give me the 205 to 76 stat, please, for our listeners. Oh, yeah. In our 17-game losing streak for Mississippi State, that uh, dates back to last year's 17-game SEC losing streak. They have been outscored. By 129 runs, 205 to 76. Yeah, that's just. Uh, I mean, you're not even competitive. 209 to 76 is. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got beat by Renardo Sydney's AAU team like that in basketball. In oh, when Renardo dunked on you? Yeah, he cleared he me on an on him. an alley oop windmill. It was amazing. Oh my um, gosh. I felt his gym shorts across my buzzed head. It's a true story. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's. His they, jock strap went right over your hair. Two oh nine to seventy six, and and I think that's you know, there's two numbers on either side of that hyphen, and I know the old joke about like when you die, it's not about the years on the either end, right? It's the hyphen in the middle. Well, let's let, let's flip that because for Mississippi State baseball, it's about the numbers on either side. Not only have you given up an abomination of two hundred and nine runs in seventeen games, thirty home runs, which is I just don't even know how that's physically possible. To give right. up that many – like, I played on JV rec baseball teams that were better prepared and put together than this Mississippi State baseball program over its last 17 games. But on the flip side of that is, you've only scored 76 runs in 17 games. And while that's not, like, the worst number in the world, relative to what you've given up, it's terrible. So, I mean, you're you're bad on both sides of the number. It's not like you've been outscored 209 to 150. I mean, it's two hundred nine to seventy six. It's a hundred. Like, it's not even a remotely similar. Like, you're just you're not you're not only are you not competitive, you are you are Vanderbilt football level bad. Yeah, and when and, and I think CWR makes a great point, and um, he's on. He shot us a text on the agup dot com text line. Is hey, eight athletic directors. They have to acknowledge the empty seats, regardless. Of their season ticket holders having bought the seats. Yep. I'll say this, and I can't believe this. I'm going to continue to say that. Chris Lamonis needs to win, obviously. He's got a five game home stretch here. He's got to win some baseball games. Um, he's just, he's got to win some games. I know some of you say there's no way. Well, that's fine. The bottom line is he's got to win some baseball games before they travel. They don't travel this weekend. So they got non-conference this weekend, another non-conference, then they go on the road, okay? And it, it continues to get real. They're hosting South Carolina, who's unbelievable. I mean, I got to see Bandy this weekend. They're amazing. They are uh, – they're so, I mean, talented. And their their arm talent – is it, it, okay. Well, they have national championship arm talent, and also they're so fundamentally sound. It's incredible. I, they they're 
I, I don't know what that looks like because the best, most talented team doesn't always win um, in baseball in the national championship. See the last two years. Ole Miss and Mississippi State had really, really good teams. They weren't the most talented teams. So the Vanderbilt has disc- filthy MLB talent. And um, South Carolina's back. LSU's trending the right way. And some of those programs that had been good had lost their way. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss picked up two big national championship trophies on the way. But now the the league has shifted again. And it, it will always do that. You will always have small, even little shifts like here, you know, there, whatever. But watch out because now that Florida, LSU, South Carolina and Bandy are all playing at a high level. I mean, you got to have your guard up big time. You want to take advantage when they're down, but they're they're up right now. Gamecocks, Gators, Tigers, and Commodores are balling big time. Out of bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Also hit favorites.com. Steve Robertson will join us at 8.30 today. We've got a Final Four real quick. Uh, I don't think that's going to be much of a topic today other than it's a little bit of a weird Final Four in that you only have one Power Five school. So last year we had four Blue Bloods. Isn't this crazy? Because we talk about Blue Bloods all the time in SEC football, college football, basketball, and baseball. Last year, Blue Bloods, Final Four, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Villanova. Four amazing, iconic programs. This year, we have Miami, Florida Atlantic, Creighton, and UConn. Now, UConn's got some juice, and they've won three national titles, and they've been to the Final Four, and they're considered a basketball school, both men's and women's. And it's only one Power Five team, Blake. So that's a little bit different deal. What will the ratings look like this weekend? I don't know. Yeah, how about CUSA in FAU? So Conference USA team, FAU versus Mountain West team, San Diego State. And get this, if uh, FAU, whatever their payout money is for their run through March Madness, they don't get to keep it because they're leaving Conference USA and the payout is to the conference. Mm. So how about that? Have, have we had a Brooks Bryant sighting? Um, how do you think he's doing, Blake? I, I wouldn't want to have been a student at either State or Ole Miss this weekend because I can't imagine the amount of um, you know, pain medication that was taken in the outfields over the, over the course of those three brutal losses for each team. Yeah. I'm betting, I'm betting Brooks had to, had to drink quite a few painkillers. Hey, uh, he's super fan, by the way, student who, PGM student at Mississippi State that ate nine hot dogs a few weeks ago. Um, I don't know if that's going to do the trick, but uh, he, I'm told, and I think he tweeted out that he's eating nine hot dogs before the Thursday night game against South Carolina this weekend in Starville for Mississippi State. Um, He'll have a lot more time because as many times as South Carolina is going to bat around, it'll be a slow nine innings. Uh, Gator Matt says hotty toddy. That's not funny. Uh, (laughs) 
This is an unnamed texture. Ole Miss and Mississippi State are a combined 0-12 in SEC play. Yeah, we know that. What deal with the devil did these teams make to win a national title? Uh, oh, from from black and gold soul. Okay. That's a great question. Yeah. Well, you know, the Saints won the Super Bowl and kind of fell off the cliff, but it was self-inflicted because Sean got a little crazy. Um outside of the facilities and building, I think. And 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 then you had uh, a, a little bit of a scandal with the Saints. But, man, he righted that ship, and, and, and the Saints went back to two NFC championship games and uh, kind of lived in the playoffs after that, after that tough seven-win, seven-win, seven-win. Sean didn't coach one of those seasons, as you all know, because he was suspended. Uh, a little bit of a a meltdown after the Super Bowl, but nothing compared to what we're seeing in Starkville. Yeah. Now, well, it's it's to be determined in Oxford. I, I get I get the injuries. I mean, everybody. I mean, look, Mississippi State doesn't have their best starter either. He he's not Hunter Elliott, but Cade Smith hasn't pitched in forever either. Um, and, and Stone Simmons was you know so so, and Pico Khan hasn't pitched so who was one of their better pitchers last year and a lefty. So Mississippi State and Ole Miss have been fighting the injury bug, which most squads do this day and age with arm injuries. And maybe it's been like that forever. We just know everything because of our phones and the World Wide Web. But I, I do think, you know, some of it is travel ball wear and tear, but I, that's not where I want to go this morning. But the bottom line is I'm, I'm very aware of Hunter Elliott and some other players. But the bottom line is I think in Oxford is still to be determined. And you could write the ship against a Texas A&M team that's one in five in conference play this weekend in College Station. I think the question is, can you write the ship, period, at Mississippi mm. State? And you've got South Carolina coming in that has the second-best ERA in the league. Yeah, you missed your opportunity against Kentucky to get some wins because Vanderbilt and South Carolina is brutal. I mean, South Carolina's at 3.2. But if I would asked you uh, – coming into the 2022 football season. Hey, Bo, are you uh, are you going to be shocked that there's going to be a new football coach and a new baseball coach after these next seasons? You would have said, Blake, put down the drugs. Yeah. And yet now Mississippi State is a first-year coach in Zach Arnett, and they're facing a situation where they may be forced into a change in baseball, too. There's going to be an enormous amount of pressure on Zach Selman. He's... I don't even think he's been in Starkville for 90 days, right? January, February. But yeah, maybe right at it. But let, three months. He's three months in. Uh, he'll be five months in when this thing gets completed. They're not going to the SEC tournament. I mean, with unless there's some miraculous turnaround, they're not going to the SEC tournament. Zach Selman and, and Dr. Mark Keenum will be under an enormous amount of pressure to not let Chris Lamonis make a change, but to make a change. Um, as far as the head baseball coach at Mississippi State. I can't believe it. show is brought to you by Ag Up Equipment. It's where you go to get your next John Deere tractor. AgUp.com. Any of the Ag Up equipment dealerships in Mississippi. show is also presented by Farm Bureau Insurance. Steve Robertson at 830. Good morning. Welcome in on a Meltdown Monday.